Hello and welcome or welcome back to the Skellington Grin Podcast. We are back with another episode. For those of you who are new here, my name is Alice. I am your favorite magical manifesting podcaster. This is your favorite spiritual podcast. And today I wanted to talk about the effects of social media on manifesting and specifically an effect that I have noticed in the form of parasocial relationships. What is a parasocial relationship? A parasocial relationship is any pseudo relationship that the viewer, whether you are viewing content on YouTube, whether you are viewing content on Twitch, whether you are watching a streamer on TikTok, or you are simply connecting with your favorite celebrities through Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that jazz. You are the viewer connecting to what they are saying. You are connecting to what they are doing. You are buying their merchandise. You are watching their videos. You are buying their content. You are supporting their content. You are purchasing, especially for musicians, you are purchasing their music, whatever it is that you are doing. You, the viewer, the audience member, the target audience, are creating this relationship in which you emotionally, I don't want to say attach, but that's the word we're going to go with because that's the best word that I have for this. You are emotionally investing and attaching a meaning to this person, this entity, this figure, this influencer, this celebrity, and or, or even someone that you have met simply online. And you are creating this emotionally invested relationship with what it is that you are interacting with. This person, this idol, this influencer. You are creating this relationship with them. A relationship that's often one-sided in which you are applying meaning to things that they say, things that they do, and you are looking for things that you may have in common with this person, such as shared musical interests and a plethora of other things. And when you're creating these parasocial relationships, they can have both negative and positive connotations. And how do they help manifest? How do they help your manifestation? Because these parasocial relationships impact your self-worth and your self-concept and the self-consciousness that you have. Your consciousness about yourself is impacted by the relationships that you create, by the relationships that you form. And if you are in this one-sided relationship, any kind of one-sided relationship can have both positive and negative effects. Say, for example, you've created a parasocial relationship with a celebrity that you idolize and you're hoping that they notice you when you comment on their pictures on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook or anything like that. You're hoping that they comment back to you when they see your comment in a thread. You're hoping that they comment back to you when you ask about um, when your favorite musician is going to go on tour and when they're going to be close to your close to your town again. You're hoping to get some sort of notice from them. And then maybe your, self-con- maybe your self-concept and your consciousness about yourself and your self-worth gets a little bit of a ding when they don't respond and, and you take it personally. Or it 
elevates when they do respond and you're just like oh my god they responded they liked my comment they replied to my comment oh you know and you just and and it really excites you because it feeds your ego and when you are working on your self-concept when you are working on your self-consciousness when you are working on your self-esteem It is always imperative when you're manifesting to work on yourself. And I don't mean work on yourself as in, oh, you need to be fixed or there's all of this work to do. I mean focusing on yourself and recognizing just how powerful your thoughts are, how powerful you are, and how worthy you are regardless of whether or not you get this notice from this favorite celebrity of yours, excuse me. But when you're creating these parasocial relationships, the negative connotations that come with it, I want to talk about those first, are going to be lower lower self-esteem when you don't get that recognition. They are going to manifest as the negative sides of a parasocial relationship are things such as not being noticed by that person. Having maybe an unrequited crush on that person. We see it all the time when we have celebrity crushes. And we might follow these people on social media. Um, Going back to an example that I can pull from when I was 16. Liking the lead singer of my favorite band. Not going to mention it. Already mentioned it before. You know who my favorite band is. You can listen to other other episodes. But liking the lead singer of my favorite band. And kind of creating this parasocial relationship in which I connected with that person because we had so many things in common and I looked up to them as a sort of um, idol basically not only did I have a crush on them and not only did I maybe like write about it in my journal or create little fan fictions in a diary I never I never posted these fan fictions on fan fiction sites but um, you know I might have you know just kind of written out written out a little fan fiction for myself that I could read to myself whenever I wanted and um but I also recognize that they are a human they have their own lives and they were also way older than me so um you know any any kind of actual relationship I would have had with them would have been frowned upon um but I created this like parasocial relationship with this person because I, I saw them as someone that I could look up to. And I, I do still like this band. I do still like this person. But, like, I'm not going to throw myself out there and try to um, create a relationship that is super fictitious. I'm just going to be like, okay, I like their music. I support their music. I'm going to go see them in, in concerts and whatever and, uh, you know, support their music and be like, great show and da-da-da-da-da. And if I do get to meet them, that's great. If I don't, whatever. I'm going to buy their merch. I'm going to buy their, their music, whatever. And I, I started to become a little bit more mature about it. But there's still that parasocial relationship there. And it's not necessarily this toxic parasocial relationship in which I am putting these people on a pedestal, but I am just like, okay, yeah, they're, they're musicians, they're doing their thing, I like their music, I'm going to support their music, I'm going to go to shows, and then I'm going to go home and live my life, you know, like, <laughs> but um, the, the point that I'm trying to make about parasocial relationships is that sometimes 
one of the biggest negative things with a parasocial relationship and how it relates to manifestation is that we desire this attention from this person or we desire to be closer to this person we desire to be near this person or like this person oftentimes we desire to be like this person we desire to have what they have we desire to be what they are and we will place this person on a pedestal especially when it comes to having a celebrity crush we'll place that person on a pedestal and we'll kind of start to use them as the standard for any kind of person that we might have a relationship with, like a romantic relationship. Like, okay, um, is the person that I'm getting into a romantic relationship with, do they resemble um, this, this celebrity that I have a crutch on? Do they resemble this person? Do they have... Um, I'm going to go into uh, a little bit of uh, one of my types here, I guess. <laughs> and and I don't I don't agree with the whole thing of like, oh, well they're not my type um when it comes to just the physical. Like I'm I'm not that kind of person. I don't I don't subscribe to that kind of idea of just going after people who fit your physical type because sometimes they don't fit your mental and emotional type. Um so <clears throat> Let's say your physical type is tall, dark and handsome, piercings, tattoos, wears makeup and and eyeliner and plays in a band and normally has their hair black, whatever, and wears skinny jeans and and looks like they're intimidating, but they're actually a cinnamon roll. (laughs) You know, like, (laughs) let's just say that that is your physical type, okay? Um, And I'm using that example because uh, that was me at 16 years old. Um, <laughs> so, and, and I'm using my 16 year old self here because that was when I created most of my parasocial relationships with people. Um, and that's usually about the age that you'll start to create these parasocial relationships with people is when you are a teenager and when you are idolizing those bands and you want to go see those bands play live and all of those things. And when you are idolizing your celebrity crushes, that's usually the age range that you will do that. So, say that is your physical type, right? And you really like guys that look like Chris Motionless from Motionless and White. <laughs> I'll throw that out there, all right? I'll throw that out there. Your physical type is Chris Motionless from Motionless and White. That was my physical type at 16 years old. But, um, <laughs> so you start to look in your waking life for people who are like that, for people who like that that kind of music and who maybe like Motionless and White and Bleeding Through and and uh, Black Veil Brides and um, all of those different bands that are within that like category of music to relate to so that you can be like, all right, this is the kind of person that I'm going to go after. And they're tall, they're, you know, probably skinny, they wear skinny jeans, they wear band t-shirts, they, they rock the eyeliner just like the... Uh, you know, the people in my bands that I like and, and they, and they are the type that you go for, but you keep going for that type and you keep going for that physical type. And then you meet somebody who might be that physical type, but when it comes to the compatibility that you actually have and whether or not this person is toxic for you, um, and how they're treating you and all of these different things, you've idolized this physical type and then you get with someone who doesn't meet your emotional needs, who doesn't support you, who doesn't um, contribute to healthy growth for you. 
mentally, emotionally, spiritually, even physically, you know, and they are your physical type, but they're not the kind of person that you would want, say, your best friend to date or your sibling to date because they're not treating you right and you wouldn't want to wish that situation on somebody else. But you've created this parasocial relationship with this celebrity that you idolize, and now you've made them this standard for who you will go after when it comes to actual dating life and people that you meet in coffee shops, people that you meet at school, people that you meet in the local library, people that you meet going a hot topic. <laughs> you know, like, so you've created this standard based off of this parasocial relationship that you've created with your favorite celebrity. And you don't go out of that standard. You don't step out of that comfort zone. And you wind up getting significantly hurt. And you wind up hurting yourself and the other person. Because you're idolizing the celebrity. You're idolizing this parasocial relationship with someone that doesn't even know you. And that, and that can play into a negative connotation with parasocial relationships. So how can parasocial relationships benefit you and how can they help with manifestation? The best thing that can happen with a parasocial relationship is finding a community of people that like the same things that you like and believe some of the same things that you do. Because some of the best ways that you can find really good friends in your life is connecting through music. Connecting through similar interests like, hey... I like D&D, this other person likes D&D. I like Lord of the Rings, this other person likes Lord of the Rings. I met this person because we were on a Lord of the Rings subreddit. <laughs> you know, like, okay, cool. And, and that can happen too. And you can have very beautiful internet friendships. A lot of people do. A lot of people do. Um, the gaming world, for example, is where I find still some of the most internet relationships happening. And I'm talking gaming from everything from playing Call of Duty online or um, playing World of Warcraft. Uh, That'll show you just how old I am. I remember World of Warcraft. (laughs) And World of Warcraft is still a thing today, but I remember OG World of Warcraft. Um, And uh, or I met this person because we were on an online D&D campaign or and whatever it is. And you create these relationships with people that you have something in common with. I remember being, um, I want to say I was like 14, 15, 16, around that, around that age group. And I had an account with um, Emily Autumn, uh, was one of my favorite singers at the time. And she had a website where you could create not only a subscription to her mailing list, but you could also create a little profile. And it was like a little um, online community of people who just liked Emily Autumn. And you can comment in threads and you can, you know, become friends with people. And it was kind of like Facebook, but, but specifically just around Emily Autumn. And it was called The Asylum. And because that, that was her, like, uh, aesthetic and everything. And, you know, she's got the book, The Asylum for Wayward Victorian Girls, and she's got Fight Like a Girl, which is her asylum album, and, um, The Asylum for Wayward Victorian Girls, she is now turning into a musical. (laughs) So, but I connected with people, exchanged emails and different things with people who liked Emily Autumn, just like me. And I had some very good friendships come out of that, but I never met these people in person. 
and it was it was kind of okay to like have those little friendships but to put those people on a pedestal is where it would get toxic um and when you create these parasocial relationships with people that you don't know and you start to idolize these people it can create a very negative manifestational um environment because it affects your manifestation you keep what happens with parasocial relationships is that they can themselves manifest into something toxic and you can also hinder your manifestational abilities by giving into these parasocial relationships because you're following these people and everything that they say to a T and it can negatively impact you. And let's move it into the manifestational world. There are so many creators on YouTube, podcasting, anywhere you look, you will find manifestation creator after manifestation creator. Law of attraction, law of assumption, quantum physics, everything. And if you create these parasocial relationships with these influencers, you're going to follow everything that they say to a T. You're going to watch every single video. Every single new video, you're like chomping at the bit. Every single new video, you're commenting on it. You're liking it. You're subscribing it. You're sharing it. You're hoping that you'll also get noticed by this person. And you're following everything that they say. And sometimes you may even be following multiple manifestation creators at one time. And it might be throwing you for loops because they're saying multiple different things and you don't know which thing to follow. That can create a negative whirlwind too. And it'll hinder your manifestation ability because you're overloading yourself. You are overloading yourself with too many different manifestational techniques and ideas and affirmations and rampaging and all of these different things. And what's happening is, is that you're not honing in on your power and your skill set. And you're not honing in on one thing that you know works for you. You're looking at everything else and you're like, oh, well, this worked for this person. Um, Can I make it work for me? Oh, well, this worked for this influencer and this influencer told me to do it this way. Um, I'm going to do it this way. Otherwise, I'm not doing it right. Or it worked for XYZ person, so why isn't it working for me? And you'll create this spiral where you'll wonder, why is something not working for you? Why is this person not responding to you? Why is this happening? Why is XYZ happening to me? Why am I not getting my manifestations? Why am I not, um, why am I not seeing this popping up in my 3D reality? Why am I seeing so much negativity popping up in my 3D reality? Right? So, as you go forward after listening to this episode, I want you to be careful and conscientious of the parasocial relationships that you are creating. How many influencers are you watching? And are you focusing more on watching these influencers than you are on any other aspect of your life? What information are you consuming and subscribing to? Are you putting these people that you are creating parasocial relationships with on a pedestal? Are you creating healthy parasocial relationships in which you can simply connect with other people who might like the same things, 
but you don't forget about the people who are in your waking life, like your best friends that you've been friends with for decades, and your family, and your work relationships in which you need to focus on work when you are at work instead of focusing on your phone and all of the 50 million notifications you're getting from Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. Are you focusing on your priorities? Are you being a responsible adult in your life? Are you being responsible and holding yourself accountable for your actions and your thoughts and your ideas and what you create? Or are you giving the account are you giving the accountability and responsibility to the person that you're creating a parasocial relationship with? Keep that in mind when you are on social media. Keep that in mind with how much you use social media. And remember, and I've said this in another episode before, remember to take breaks. Take breaks from social media when you need to. Take breaks from social media so that you can actually focus and hone in on the present moment. Instead of just passively interacting with people on social media all the time. Or being on your phone when you should be at work. Or being on your phone when you should be in school. Or being on your phone staring at picture after picture that so-and-so has posted on their Instagram instead of, you know, maybe just having some time to yourself. Scrolling through um, your favorite band's TikToks or your favorite um, celebrities' uh, videos on on, uh, Instagram or TikTok or whatever. Or scrolling through their Twitter and being like, ooh, what did they post now? Learn to detach a little bit and pull that lens back. And remember that you are your whole individual self and so are they. And that it's okay to like what this person is putting out as far as their content. It's okay to go on YouTube and maybe watch an interview that your favorite band did with your favorite magazine. Um, it's okay to want to, um, listen to their music on repeat. It's okay to book a trip to go to a show. It's okay to do all of these things within your means and within reason, but don't heavily attach your self-worth and who you are as a person and the responsibility that you take and the accountability that you take for your actions on this parasocial relationship. Okay. Okay. I hope that you enjoyed this episode, and I fully intend that you did. I hope you know that I love you. I hope that you know that you are a powerful person. You are a master manifester. You are rocking. You are wonderful. You are worthy. You can do anything that you set yourself to. You can manifest anything that you want quickly, easily, and effortlessly. And you have the power to change your life if you so wish it. I will see you again in the next episode. Bye. Hello, everyone. This is Alice B. Skellinger, your hostess of the Skellington Grin Podcast. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode. And if you did, feel free to leave a rating and review. 
If you would like to open up episode discussion, feel free to send me a message on the community tab through Spotify or Anchor, or simply email me at cartomancybyalice at gmail.com. That's C-A-R-T-O-M-A-N-C-Y-B-Y-A-L-I-C-E at gmail.com. If you would like to purchase any of my spiritual services, such as tarot readings, cord cuttings, and relationship one-on-one courses, visit my website at skellingtongrin.square.site. That's S-C-H-E-L-L-I-N-G-T-O-N-G-R-I-N dot square dot site. You can also connect with me on social media by following me at Skellington Grin on Instagram and TikTok. I love you. I hope you have an amazing day. And remember, you are a master manifester. I'll see you guys next time. Bye.